Insert your own theme tune here. Insert your own podcast here. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. Well, here we are again. Here again. And we're in um, Cardiff. We're in Cardiff. Welcome uh, to Citizen Nowhere. I'm Nick Dooley. I'm Carey Marks in Cardiff. Um, wonderful place, Cardiff, full of um, men, uh, women, yeah. and children, animals, pets. <laughs> um, you're, you're not really an observational comedian, are you? <laughs> roads. There's a castle. You've been to the castle? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Nick's got a very poor memory for castles. Yeah, yeah, They're all just yeah. like one big castle after a while, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you grew up in a castle, they just you know, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean anything to you. Just another load of walls. I hate them. Just makes me feel sorry for people and how much they used to have to walk. Yeah. Because they're very big, aren't they? You know. Sometimes you see palaces and you go, oh, you know, when you watch like the Crown. I think we talked about this once, but you see the Crown and you just go, um, must be amazing living in a palace. And you realise, oh God, you just go. I'm going to go <laughs> to the kitchen. I'm going to go to the lounge. You know, like in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I know that thing that fuck just to just just hearing your own footsteps as you get from one side of a drawing room to the other and then going, What even is a drawing room? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 drawing the living room. And there's sort of servants everywhere. I'm gonna hold this fart for how long? Yeah. Try and get some peace. Everyone out of the room, I need to fart now. And I said, we need to fart. <laughs> and then everyone goes and they're all thinking, What, all of us? We all gotta fart? That's confusing the wrong way. Yeah, the royal wind. <laughs> what uh, we're being a little bit quiet because it's uh, it's latish at night and we are in uh, a hotel room. Yes, and um, uh, in Cardiff. In Cardiff. Yeah. Um, so if you do insert your own theme tune, try and try and make it quiet. Yeah, it? just keep it quiet. You know. Yeah, come Take on, guys. Come on, guys. <laughs> um, so we hope you're well. <laughs> Have you been doing right? right. Uh, You've been down here doing um, doing uh, Dave Gorman's show with Dave Gorman's uh, thing. That was uh, yeah, the Glee Comedy Club. You were here playing the Glee, right? which was lovely tonight. Yeah, oh, nice, cool, massive crowd. Um, such a good room that. Yeah, they know how to run a club, don't they? Yeah, yeah, it's very really good when you play the rooms that are that have been going for years, where they just like just know what they're doing. Yeah, and they're still good. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, totally. Yeah, just go shit at some point. Yes. Yeah. Um, we have a rough plan. What to talk about? Yeah, we had some ideas. Um, because there's been uh, there's been a development in the comedy world, isn't there? Is it? Well, it's probably not meant to be comedic. Uh, the interview with the two suspects. Oh, I see what you mean. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that. The um, the spies. The spy, well... Well, we've been calling them spies. They, they, they don't say they're spies. They say they're tourists. They've done a very strange interview let's, with Russia today. Hold on, let's just, let's just step let's back a bit in are. case anyone's not been watching the news for a while. But uh, the case was um, uh, the Scripples, originally, um, and uh, and the two people accused, Ruslav Dasharov, I think, and Alexander Petrov, um, who apparently came over and they used the Novichok um, is that the correct way you pronounce it? Novichok, yeah. Um, oh, I yeah, say Novichok. Are you uh, sure it's not Novichok and not Novichok? Uh, one of them's got the hazelnut centre and one of them's uh, just... Oh, he's got those two confused. Uh, the, yeah, this is like the, the, Salisbury po- the Salisbury poisoning suspects. Yes. Uh, uh, Ruslan Bosharov and Alexander Petrov, who have done... A, they've done an interview for Russia Today. Which is brilliant. Which is just... Weird. It's, it's weird from start to finish. Weird Everything from start to finish. Really awkward. What are the things that are odd about it? One, one is first of all, they claim they were over here to. Uh, uh, they came over to go to Salisbury to visit Salisbury Cathedral, as, as, Salisbury, as people yeah. do, um, and then also to go and visit uh, Stonehenge, which is which is lovely to visit. It's rare for people to come over from Russia to visit. Stonehenge. Russia's a long way to go just to visit Salisbury, unless you were, you know, if you. If you're a hippie or you're some, or you know, kind of like I don't know, uh, believe you're a druid or something, and it was it was some great journey of your life, then yes. But these guys are not, they're, are they? They're not, are they? No. I, I'll go so far as to say they are spies and assassins. <laughs> 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 but I mean, I, I realise that's a controversial statement. <laughs> <laughs> they, were ta- ta- they, they claim they were tourists. 
uh, and uh, they arrived um, on the day of the storms. Storm Emma and the Beast from the East, which were which which delayed their flight in, which is probably true because uh, those two storms came together at the same time. Although both Storm Emma and Beast from the East said they were only visiting Salisbury Cathedral. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for its 123 meter spire <laughs> this is the thing that's what he said it, it's um basically yeah there are many good things about salisbury there's the cathedral with its 123 meter spire you know and the sort of thing that you say when there's a cathedral you've always wanted to visit i love the fact that you said the, the cathedral of the blessed virgin mary which is not something anyone would call it except that's, that's how it's described on wikipedia yeah, that's like it's full. this is the laziest cover story i think i've seen forever or ever even heard of Yes, that's like, that's like somebody using someone's full name, including middle names, yeah, just yeah. completely demonstrating that they don't know that person at all. In the video, it almost looks like he's looking down at his lap and reading <laughs> reading Wikipedia off as yeah. they're talking. Like, no, you didn't. <laughs> this is you. Know, whatever really happened there, if they, you know, for any conspiracy, whatever, it's like those two are definitely spies. <laughs> There's no yeah. way, and, and not. Good at alibis. I mean that. No, but you think that'll be part of their training? That's the only thing. That's this is almost like a double, triple bluff. It's like the only thing you can remember from Wikipedia. So it said it, it, it's. It was like a seven-year-old kid. Good. I was wasn't. I wasn't playing. I, I like ferns. And the yeah. teacher goes, "What do you like about ferns?" And just desperately go, "I like their fronds." <laughs> <laughs> then that look up as if was that right? Fronds. Did I do well? Can I go now? <laughs> <laughs> You'd think spies would be trained to act. But I suppose, why would I think that? Because uh, in the films they are, I guess. Yeah. If you watch a programme, they're always playing different roles. They're suddenly being a waiter or they're being something else. I think, mean, they, they, they actually, claim to be, they claim to work in fitness. Yes. But... Which I, is the exact cover I would give to people who have been trained as spies. Yeah. Who have got to be reasonably fit. Yeah, I would say if they are if they are fitness uh, professionals, then they are in disguise as spies. Yes, I mean it was a terrible job they've done. Really, they failed. They end up they, they, they've ended up killing the wrong person. They inadvertently killed someone. Yes, not someone connected not someone in they any wanted. way. Yeah, yeah. Um, who was it? Charlie uh, Rowley and Dawn Sturgis were the. Um, and then, months later yeah yeah and so these were uh two apparently two heroin addicts and uh and rather sadly according to the police they they, they were just getting past it and uh you know in recovery stage uh at this point dawn finds or, or one of them finds a, a vial in a uh, in a park yeah um of what looks like perfume uh this this it sounds like you're gonna this can be one of those genie stories and you're gonna rub it in the you get three wishes, but it's just kind of the opposite. Yeah, you get. Oh, it's it's so weird, isn't it? This this side of it, because it, it it's months later. This is late June. Yeah. Because the poison was happening at the beginning of March. Um, the initial the the scribbles, um, and um, every part of this is weird. Even the name scribble is untrustworthy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but not on the day they found it. Yeah. The, the claim is that they found it in the park and then nine days later they sprayed it on themselves and yeah, well, became incredible. Okay, Ill. apparently there are a couple of drug addicts who pick up things from parks and so on. Yeah. That, you know, that's plausible, but it's still... Every bit about this is a little bit odd. Yeah. But not odd in the way that the conspiracy lot have just dived in on it and gone straight away looking for every possible clue and going... This is obviously what I always find funny about the conspiracies when people go, "It's obviously X." We figured this out, and sometimes of the kind of nonsense where we go, uh, "It's quite clear that the world was not turned flat by the Jews using voodoo. It was done by clearly done by the Irish with crystals." And you go, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Proposes nuttier than anything he started with. I hadn't even realised with the angle we're taking at the moment, going, "This is a bit odd," because it is a bit odd. Oh, it is. That w- some people listen. This is a bit odd. Go, therefore, the government did it. Yeah, yeah. Anything that you know doesn't add up, just doesn't add up, man. No, no part of it is odder than the interview by the two Russian obviously spies. <laughs> that, that's the clear, clear. It's plausible that two 
uh, recovering druggies would go around picking things. Apparently, they used to pick things up from parks and sell them, and that was said by a friend of theirs. That is yeah, far yeah, more yeah. plausible than two people who aren't particularly, haven't like shown their big collection of cathedrals and, and also went to London and ignored, like, you know, uh, St Paul's or anything else. And this what instead we're going to go to uh, Salisbury and see Salisbury Cathedral. It's like, why? Oh, I mean, because we, you know we, a we, fact about it. We both have known people in our lives who would try a substance they found in a park. <laughs> who would just, in fact, I think I've known people who would say things like, I'm not eating carbs or sugar right now. <laughs> but if they find a bag in the toilet with an unidentified powder, you're like, yes. yay! <laughs> yes, drug allowance is a bit different, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I have, I'm sure on one occasion, uh, whilst camping, smoked um, uh, smoked rabbit shit. <laughs> <laughs> we were searching around for something that had been... Uh, I dropped it. it was what kind of shit somewhere. do you think it was? This feels like it was right. <laughs> All I knew was that I was bouncing that night. Because <laughs> <laughs> see really well in the dark. <laughs> Trying to climb down holes in the grass. <laughs> really horny, but only attracted to rabbits. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's um, interesting. The, the the interview with the... I think the, re- the reason that we started on this was not through any particular interest in the Scripple case, no. but more the oddness of where it's got to now. With... They're just taking the piss, aren't they? The Russians, they... they it I, looks like they're just... Yeah, it looks like it's just a deliberate joke. Or I can quite imagine that some authorities said to them, look, you're, you're being covered by the press all over the world right now. You've got to make a statement. And then realise, fuck, these guys can't act. They can't act and they can't... But they and they give no them a really alibi. bad story. It's, if, if you haven't seen it yet, and then you can just see it on YouTube... I would address them as druids, it's... at least. You know what I mean? Just give them some reason to be... Yeah, or, or, or something about why Stonehenge has some meaning to them or their family. Surely it could have come up with that. It has been long enough for them to grow their hair out a bit. Yeah, totally. <laughs> to think that what they said was when um, we could have played the guitar or something. You what, know, what, what, what's what's your business? What do you do? And they said, they basically refused to answer for a bit, didn't they? We can't we can't tell you because uh, telling you what we do could uh, could implicate other people in our same business. Something like that. They got like a cagey. Person at the front of an audience when a comedian asks what you do for a living, they don't want to answer. He's like, "Oh, I can't tell you." You're saying it would, like, it would, it would, it would have impact on other people, and yeah. then eventually, when push go, "Oh, we're in fitness." Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you know, it's a theory yeah. in uh, Russia from some people <laughs> that the reason they're being so weird is because they're actually gay, and they you know, they don't want to admit it. They're ashamed to admit it. It would be a problem. All right, but even then. No one's asking them that. Well, no. Why are you covering up something that's not the part? You know. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. What we want to know is why the fuck did you go to Salisbury to look at a cathedral and and then uh, Stonehenge, which you didn't even go to. And, and did, apparently when, they weren't blocked from getting to Stonehenge. They claimed it was too it was too snowy everywhere. But then there's pictures slushy. showing people walking around. Yeah. Fine. The, these these two men who, I mean, no one's disputing their claim that they live in Russia. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> they're they're from Russia. And they're quite physically fit, but a bit of slush in Wiltshire or wherever. <laughs> Two fitness instructors come all the way yeah. from Russia, yeah, yeah, and then can't get anywhere because of slush. Yeah, no, it's oh. a little bit non-plausible. But then the conspiracy move in, and what's interesting is, or what's sad about it though, also people forget this when they pouring out conspiracies that there's real people involved. Someone's died, you know. This uh, yeah, yeah. lady, uh, Dawn um, Sturgis, Sturgis, right? She she died. She, you know picks up this bottle of supposedly perfume and then a few days later sprays her wrist and the next thing she's foaming at the mouth and um and everyone's going, Yeah, she's like a set up, she's a liar, she's an actor and so yeah. on. Yeah. It's it's Well, she's uh, a pretty committed actor uh, she is. Oh god, other people doing that. People Huh? People people oh, claiming that uh, yeah, 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 that uh, that they're they're involved somehow or that they've uh, working for the British government. Right. Or they're not yeah, real people. Uh, the other claim was uh the, the people jumped on straight away, and it was that um, the, the picture of the two spies entering the country, and and my Twitter feed filled up with 
you know, not, not just everyone I'm following on Twitter, but people who I am, one or two who I am, mm. and then, uh, you know, when you get the list of other comments and people chiming in with, uh, it's that kind of attitude, it's like, ha ha, we got you, government. These pictures of two men by the same door at the same, it's got the same time uh, plan on the, on the oh, picture. the time stamp on the, time on stamp, the CCTV. Yeah, yeah. So clearly, two, oh, right, two people in the same place at the same time. And, uh, of course, that, that got completely debunked easily because it's, it's like... What, about sixty of those kind of doors in the uh, and then they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're right next to each other. Yeah, yeah security a, doors. A, so you get one next to the other one, and next to the other one, they're like, like three, once you go through the security bit, there's several rows of them that you walk through. So they would, be, if anything, be suspicious if they they weren't next to the same kind of doors. That's it's the fucking the fucking attitude, the superior sneering attitude, the conspiracy theories of going. Got you. Yeah, that thing. Oh, do you really expect me to believe that two men could walk at the same time to pass two similar doors, and then immediately in the next breath suggesting something so outlandish and weird, yeah, and that would require, <laughs> like, require a chain of four hundred people to never admit it, and you know. And also, what a stupid mistake as well. That if the government was setting it up. They go, all right, let's have you both by exactly the same door, and we're going to put the same time stamp on it. That would be yeah. ridiculous. That'd be yeah, yeah, idiotic. Yeah, just... When I was years ago, when I was doing the um... we'll just change the head. <laughs> <laughs> when I was doing uh, magic stuff, you know, when I was a close-up magician, right. and every now and then you get mostly people would admit they can't work out a trick. Every now and then someone would work a thing out, and sometimes people would guess and guess wrongly or guess for something more complicated than what you're actually doing. Usually, usually they they don't overcomplicate. Right. But every now and then you'd get these special cases where people would do that kind of, ah, oh, I got you, and they'd say something so ridiculous, <laughs> and they would, no matter what you say, they would not let, let go of it. So, for example, there was this family, that, and this, this family baffled me more than any trick I've ever done, right? So, um, it's a magic trick you must have seen where a magician takes, a, you, I borrow a coin from you, yeah. and then I show a, like a, a Pepsi bottle, you know, with a, a small neck, okay. um, and then push the coin in through the neck of the bottle, so now you can see the coin is inside the bottle. Right, which you can't get into because the neck is too small. Mm-hmm. And then you shake it back out, they take the coin back, it's got their signature on it or uh, you know um, the, the date they remember, whatever. Right, So mm-hmm. it's a nice, neat little trick. And bear in mind, as the person doing the trick, I know how it works. Yes. <laughs> right, okay. So I show the trick, and then and this is, this is a big family sitting here. And the lady takes the coin off me, and she picked, everything I've done so far, they're going, ah, oh, fool, you got you. And there's a mirror or whatever. The things that were ridiculous. There's no mirror around. What are you talking about? Um, you know, you've got some kind of rope. And there's no, where, where? And then, anyway, she picked up the coin just after this happened, and she started feeling it, and she went, oh, oh, it feels soft. You made it go soft. And they all started pointing and going, ah, ah, we got you, ah. So I'm going, what are you talking about? How about, I'm, I'm, I'm just going, are you telling me I can make a coin just, Cause a coin to go soft enough, I can push it into the neck of a bottle, and then, uh, and now you do it, you're holding the coin. She goes, No, no, it's probably getting hard again now. I go, All right, look, give me another coin. I did like three times, give me another coin. Really slowly took it off them. Now I know what I'm doing, I know it's a magic trick. So I push the coin back into the bottle again, and as it comes out, she takes the coin once again, she's like, Ah, soft. And they, there was, there was no way. Amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. It was truly staggering to get past the point where each time they were going, she's got you, we've got you, we've got you. And I'm going, wow, all of them. And that, but they remind me of this conspiracy, a certain conspiratorial attitude of going straight away. It's like, uh, we know what you're saying isn't true we, because, and we'll jump on anything. And that is now mm. prove, proven to us as a fact. It is, yeah. There is sometimes the thing as well, people who've just discovered a thing or they've just read it on the internet yeah. and now use that as the linchpin of their argument. Yes. Um, I remember, I remember uh, years ago I did, a, I did a regular show in Edinburgh with somebody who turned out to be a massive conspiracy theorist and he yeah. had me on the laptop checking what he was saying. And half the, he never would send me to a, a source that you could like a credible source it was always like let's check this out on conspiracytheory.com and at one point he's talking about 9-11 and he he, he talks through what he believes is the standard uh, protocol they go through when something like this happens when there's been a a hijack and he and supposedly they're supposed to scramble fighter jets and shoot it down now that may or may not be true I don't know and it may or may not be true but they may not have had a particularly tight protocol for this exact thing yeah, because you tell me why they didn't do it, and he's angling for the U.S. government did this, right? For whatever fucking reason, there's never there's never a good motive. But I and there was an audience there 
And I went, yeah. you want me to explain in front of these people why the US government didn't shoot down a manned passenger jet <laughs> over Manhattan? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you you can't think of any reason <laughs> why they didn't shoot down a jumbo jet. Let me try and help you with this by even repeating that one <laughs> sentence over and over again until you start thinking, yes, there is a possibility. <laughs> also, just believe what we see is that governments aren't very good at covering up when they try to. Oh. Let alone covering up massive. I mean, to cover up 9 11 would have been like. Or even to fake 9-11 would have been insane to fool that many people. You know, when you've got, like, David Copperfield makes his Statue of Liberty vanish, but people, anyone who knows the method by which he did it knows that it worked for a small handful of people who had to be where the cameras were in that place. It wasn't that all over the city people were going, oh, my God, the Statue of Liberty's vanished. No one else looked up and saw the Statue of Liberty vanish. I think I know how he did that one. Right? He had uh, he had a really attractive assistant <laughs> dancing to the left of the. Uh, That's how he does everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, then a team of very fast workers just removed the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> Every time David's like, uh, "I'm going to walk through the wall of China." I'm like, "How are you going to do it, Dave?" Well. It's just going to be me and my really attractive assistant. <laughs> I'm going to make an aeroplane vanish with my attractive yeah. assistant. And then he just arranges for some bees to attack the audience. <laughs> it's not really common. They're not the best. <laughs> yeah, because the attractive assistant, every time he's going, no gays. <laughs> no gays in the audience. This only works on heterosexual well, that's how, men. That's, that's how he, yeah, he tests the audience. You know the thing where they test, you know, sleep, sleep, whatever, seeing how, how susceptible they are. He does that by like, how much do you fancy this woman? <laughs> And you've got a really fancy you're not allowed in the audience. I love the fact when he did the uh, aeroplane vanish. You ever see that one? So he's got a whole, like, a few hundred people or something all holding hands around an aeroplane. And, and someone I know watched it and went, oh, he hypnotised them. <laughs> <laughs> that was, and it was, and also he was solid on it. It was like, it's solved. It's solved. That's what happened. That's, he obviously, the, De- that's the Derek Brown get-out clause now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, mass, hyp- mass, yeah. mass hypnosis. Yeah. I mean, there's no evidence whatsoever of mass hypnosis, but apparently... Uh, Someone can just go, yeah, done it. Well, you tell me why everyone says there's no evidence. <laughs> why do they take their clothes <laughs> off when they say it? <laughs> everyone just happens to be on the same. Everyone just goes, yeah, there's no evidence of mass hypnosis as they happily bite into their onion. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? All these things are over. Even hypnosis is overestimating what it's able to do. But we, hypnotists have encouraged that to an extent. You know, that the, the, you it's, given the... the the suggestion that it's possible just to sleep, you yeah. know, but it's not. It's a, there's a massive, there's a, there's a big uh, induction to it first. You get a person ready for it, and then and then there's odd cases where someone has like been told to take their clothes off and have done. But it always turns out later on they are a professional stripper and exhibitionist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that music started playing. <laughs> also, they've been in a cake for half an hour. <laughs> 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 and there was a lot of itching bound involved. <laughs> <laughs> Worst cake ever. It's really funny. Yeah, um, I remember um, years ago, um, Paul McKenna was accused of uh, making someone mentally ill through hypnosis. Right. And I was really impressed by his, his defence where he could have just gone... Uh, it's, it's not real. Yeah, <laughs> like stage yeah. hypnosis, you know. Um, and he he successfully defended himself without By saying, "I'll do it to you." <laughs> <laughs> not only did, not only did he defend himself, the judge and jury all gave him a hundred pounds. <laughs> <laughs> He said he was the most handsome man they'd ever met. The, the old stood up with Paul McKenna is the best hypnotist <laughs> in the world. <laughs> all hail the hypnotoad. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, so this right, this ridiculous interview by these these assassins. What all this comes down to, to me is it's just that governments just keep. And it, Russia's not alone on this. They just keep showing themselves to be incompetent in so many ways at uh, putting out stories, covering up, and so on. That when people believe these conspiracy theories, they actually believe that governments are far more competent than they're, they're capable of being. To, to well, you know, th- to, do you not think that Russia has? basically seized on something quite effective, which is realising that they are not going to be able to orchestrate a perfect alibi or anything. Just yep. don't, just put out 20 flimsy, non unbelievable stories. Yes. And 
immediately you weed out most of the people looking at it who just go, well, there's like 30 different things to do. I don't know what it is. Misinformation is very effective. Misinformation is not effective. Misinformation is reasonably effective. Misinformation has been used since the Second World War. Misinformation was invented yesterday. Do you know that? Mm. Yes, I've heard that. (laughs) Misinformation is... uh, it, It is actually just amazingly effective in, in just you don't it's Is actually it? it's it's actually better than putting out uh, a definite theory as to what happened a, a single oh, way yeah, we yeah. think new... this full stop i can't remember the because that, but... that you can then argue against but until, when you put out loads of different possibilities then you, you get discussion going yeah they, i mean this is uh, supposedly this really kicked into high gear after their after the malaysian uh plane was shot down over yeah. ukraine and it, it looked very very obvious it was a it was a it was a missile of our, uh, Russian origin that shut it down, and they'd done this kind of stuff before Russia with like putting out alternate stories, but they hadn't really put that many out. And this time they just put loads out. That you know, so one of them was oh, uh, it was it was an attempted assassination attempt on Vladimir Putin. One is that it was actually the Ukrainian government that did it. There's loads of different ones, and it worked quite well. Yeah, yeah. You know another one. Another one is that uh, sometimes what you want is is the, the way the best way to do it. And this is going back to the magic stuff is is that you really want the other person to think they figured it out. So right. if you put out a full theory and you put it out and it's all very clear and it's t- you know uh, time related and so on, yeah, yeah. Uh, then people start seeing through it. So for example, you might have there was a magic trick years ago. Um, it's called Out of This World, and it was one where uh, the um, spectator shuffles a pack of cards and then deals out the cards into red and black piles. Right. Um, and at the end, they're doing it by going, I think, this, without looking, they're seeing the backs of the cards, I think this one's red, I think this one's black, maybe this one's black as well. And so on. They, at the end, they turn them over and they've got them all right. And it's, it's a, the trick, when it was first performed, when producers were uh, originally doing it, realized, they realised it was too mind-boggling. People didn't know how, they'd, they'd turn over the pack and go, oh my God, I can't figure out anything that happened here. So then, totally unnecessarily, someone came up with the idea that halfway through the trick, you put one uh, half of the pack on top of the other part, uh, half of the pack. So you do like a weird cut and you just leave it there for a second whilst talking and then you carry on. So that later on, they, the, <laughs> the spectator starts thinking something odd happened there. Yeah. And it means that they can then be mind blown by the whole thing because they're coming up with an explanation that is wrong. But you, very often magicians are, will do things with their hands to make it look like a coin is over here or so. I'll do something slightly really suspicious because that gives the other person the thing where they go, oh, it must be to do with that. And they, they start thinking they figured it out. And now they don't stand a chance of getting it right because they're looking completely in the wrong place. That's fascinating. Yeah, and I think that's a little bit of what we see with the conspiracy stuff. You, you don't need to put a perfect theory down. You just need to find some holes and let the other person feel congratulated that they've uh, realised yeah. something or that they're and what it is partly is I think we're in an age where increasingly people are just very suspicious of authority we've seen around the board we've seen um, measles going up all over the place and more people were uh, refusing to have uh, and anti-vaccines and so on um, they're not refusing to have anti-vaccines yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh give me a shot oh, of anti-vaccine yeah, yeah. Keep, keep me safe from vaccines <laughs> but that's the thing it's um Parts of England now are, uh, you know, rising measles and so yeah, on. It's, which is uh, just, I mean, these are diseases that we should have us. eradicated. Yes, it should have been eradicated and were, virtually. That's amazing to be, I mean, to... So, now, if, so for that, some of this type of attitude is getting quite dangerous. Yeah. You know, actually uh, killing people. Where will it end? Unless they've made up measles... Maybe it never existed. Just, you ever had just, it? Just another story. Yeah. Have you ever had me- measles? No, not British measles. No. No. I had shingles once. Yeah. Measles, isn't it? No, but I just thought I mentioned <laughs> okay. it. Isn't it like an extension of like worse than chicken to do with pox related? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. You got you always here with your facts. Anyway, prove it. You can't prove it. I can't. I think it's a Russian spread <laughs> disease Russian or something. Plot. Well, I mean, okay, this this, this is, uh, we're in quite a weird place, aren't we, with Russia at the moment? Because it's, we know that Russia was involved in, in, to various degrees, in the American election. Yeah. And in the 
Brexit campaigns. Definitely meddling, last, yes. In the last general election. Yes. It, I'm not saying that like, they fixed anything or, you know, tampered with votes, but that they they they, they are putting money and energy yes. into affecting those things. They unquestionably have people working for them whose job it is to, to meddle in that way and... Uh, yeah. And of course, loads of Russian bots and so on. And yeah, yeah. Which are, which are a trace back all they, they can be traced back to Russia. So it's like, and, and, and they're still there. That's 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 the weird thing. I forget what I was listening to the other day, but th- those bots, they're still there on Facebook. Yeah. There's still, people pretending to be African American uh, protesters, just just stirring up trouble. But you think all that's got to backfire? It might work for them for a while. As people are getting more and more wise to it, surely we reach a stage where more people are going to get suspicious of pieces of news that uh, sound self-serving or whatever, and think it's probably one of those Russian. I mean, you see it a lot anyway now. People but that's are, a people problem put, as well. Tweet saying, "Oh, that sounds like a Russian bot," or that, and so on, and, and they might be wrong. But now, do you mean in that sense it backfires on Russia a little bit as well? And I don't think it does. But I'm not. Sure, I'm not sure if it backfires on Russia though. If, if, if they kind of win either way, don't they? Do you think so? Does it add to the? I think just add to the chaos is. Confusion. I mean, yeah, kind of. Yeah. P- Putin's got a lot of what he could possibly want in the last couple of years. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to know. I mean, what did they. It, it wasn't even such a directed campaign, was it? Unless it was deliberate to try and get Trump in, do you think it was? Uh, or was it just to mess with the election know. for the sheer hell of it? I don't know. Um. Not really anything that says that they expected him to win because no one really expected Trump to win, didn't they? Trump did. I'm not sure. Trump I'm not sure did. he even did, did he? I think he was not, quite surprised. Not according, by according it. to the Michael Wolf book, it, it, it essentially was going to be he he's now got this um, he's now got this kind of captive audience for when he launches his own TV station. Right. <laughs> and then when, when when he won, they just sort of didn't know oh, what to do. Wow. Yeah. Do you think it's the fault of the internet then, or, 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 or I don't know whether the number of conspiracy theorists has gone up, or whether it's just uh, they have more of a role now through social media in order to spread uh, their understandings of everything. But I'm hearing, uh, okay, here's, here's the problem. I'm hearing a lot more flat earthy stuff, a lot more everything. But that is probably simply because there is because of social media and because I spend a bit of time on it. Yeah, maybe. I mean. It's- yeah, I mean, it could be either, couldn't it? Because um, you could argue that the internet has um, has caused more of it, but also if you go looking on the internet, you will find it because that's that's the nature of the beast. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You just went Russian, or did you? I can explain I this. No, 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 I'm not the Russian. I'm not it... the. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. I don't even understand how they just... It, to me, I, I just don't understand how it could be so dumb just to have a quick look on Wikipedia, which is so clear that's what happened. Surely you'd read a whole book about Salisbury. Surely you'd come up with some backstory with your family or something as to why you want to go and visit a cathedral or why Stonehenge means a lot to you. But I, Surely. I, I, I think this... My argument is that I think there is some value to Russia in it being laughable. They're just kind okay. of... Well, I mean, because their their claims, their their claims from day one on this have been really flimsy and just almost certainly not true, and they, they don't give a shit. That's the problem, and they they are taking the piss <laughs> out of the UK. <laughs> yeah, maybe. For what? The, okay, why would they do it anyway? Why and why use Novichok anyway? Because you think that's you don't only do that to make people think be suspicious. It's Russia. Yeah, it's a real Russian. Things do, and it's similar to what they did with um, uh, Lipinenko uh, yeah, years yeah. ago, right? Also, uh, um, that, that was Palladium Two Ten, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, but similar in the but sense it was a particular, that it was, yeah, yeah, in T. Um, was it in T? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, I mean, but, why not just if they were him dead, just go and stab him, shoot him? Yeah, then it's invisible, right? Then, then it could just be a British crime. Why would you use a nerve agent or something that would? That would Clearly, make it suspicious. Well, that's place. the sending a message, isn't it? Which, which is you, you, you can see the advantage from from Putin's point of view. If you if you leave the fold, if you betray me, you die. Right. And we don't want him 
just well, right from Russia on the knife or something. Won't yeah. you? Do you need to do that? Well, there's that. There's, there's, there's also they've shown it's inefficient. I mean, it, uh, it does it does kill even even with the Lipnenko one, wasn't it? There was uh, polonium two ten was found all over the place afterwards. And this and is the, this plane, is the I side of it, it that's well. really worrying, isn't it? That the idea that these, you know these spies use Novichok to kill someone and then just chuck it in a park where it could be found by anyone and be spread and you know yeah that's that it's almost that was the, it was a twofold thing from the UK wasn't it one was you've committed a murder on foreign so- on our soil and the second was you've just dumped poison yeah in a public place what happens if they prove it beyond doubt who's doubt I mean Okay, if that's even possible, but I'm I'm just wondering what happens. Where does that stand us with Russia? If you were to, I mean, I, I suppose you, even if you can prove it definitely came from Russia, even if you can prove they were definitely spies, you still can't prove they were ordered by Putin necessarily. No, yeah, yeah, that, that's right, and it's the. That's what a lot of the argument is is about, isn't it? People saying, um, you know, this 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 had to come from high up in Russian intelligence, and other people mentioning Putin by name. And you know the the Russian machinery just denying this, but after after the Salisbury have uh, poisonings happened, a lot of other countries did things like expel spies was the word. Some of them, you know, the, right. the USA has expelled twenty spies. And you go, why did the USA know it had? Sp- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How good are these spies? Well, we know how good they are now. <laughs> the, the USA has expelled. 20 shifty looking fitness <laughs> professionals <laughs> who just know one thing about the town they're, town they're I in. Really think it's, I think, I think they really need to give them acne training, though, it's so bad. Do you know it reminded me of that, that thing about the spire? It reminded me of, uh, you know, the Steve Martin concert, the big one, the Hollywood Bowl with Let's Get Small? No. With the bunny ears? There's a bit when he's, play, he's playing, he's playing the, um, he's playing the banjo on, and he's going. What do I do again here in Los Angeles? Been doing a lot of homework about Los Angeles, and a lot of reading, and it's great to be here in the capital of California. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing. <laughs> I don't get when you were saying they probably got what you're suggesting they got what they wanted out of it, and the disinformation, everything else is quite useful, right? Not this case. All right. Uh, but just... Because I don't think they look good at all. I think if they did it to send a message, they failed to send their message. They killed the wrong person. They didn't show uh, anyone who they, they might be after that they're very efficient at getting them because they, you know, yeah. going, well, you tried and you failed there and uh, and both uh, both of your intended victims, well, your one intended victim and his daughter both survived. Um, and then on top of that, back in their own country, I would have thought they'd look pretty shifty and embarrassing. It sort of shows that Putin doesn't have the long reach that he claims he has. I mean, they've never... And not even the chemicals that effective. Yeah, but they've never been that kind of high-tech, that brilliant, have they? I remember... They were known back in, like, the 50s and 60s for doing things like... um, It was supposed to be one of the Russian ways to kill was with an umbrella um, doll, wasn't it, and that kind of stuff. Which I thought was was a film thing, but I believe there was a real case. Uh, There was one in the UK, I think. Yeah, I think there was in the UK, yeah. Yeah. And... I mean, poking the eye with an umbrella, they're already dangerous anyway. Oh, yeah, umbrella, yeah. He was killed with a non-poisoned umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just trying to cross Waterloo Bridge and like, yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 what I meant was that when you were saying, well, surely people are going to realise that it's just misinformation coming out of Russia, that, yeah, but that that's fine. That that's the approach they're taking. No, it's, okay, it's, that's effect, it's effective if people are doubting everything, including doubting the things they should doubt. Right. For that part, I, get, I, I just don't think he. I, I, overall, though, I think it's an embarrassment for Russia in the fact that they failed more than anything else. There's only reason why I'm happy talking about it right now because otherwise it, it was just like clean, done, dead. Mm. I think, uh, shut up. <laughs> don't get involved. But you know, have you wondered why I've been doing this whole podcast from inside this cake? <laughs> <laughs> why are you always doing things inside a cake? Yeah. 
Totally got the uh, Nick's got this when he feels like he's safe inside cake. Yeah. You're not. It's the wrong kind of cake anyway. Yeah. Well, this because uh, I think we we decided we're going to be interested to talk about everything and not knowing what conclusion we might get to. And I think we've we've gone on some quite interesting little twists and turns. There's no real right. conclusion. We don't know anything, and we almost certainly never will know anything. It's just an odd case because. But first of all, it's it's not a small thing. If 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 another country is, uh, organ you know, or even ordering the deaths of people in our country and 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 using nerve agents to do it, that that's quite a severe. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Huge, yeah. Is it, if it ever got proven, which it probably can't be, then uh, I don't know whether it's it would raise tensions to a point of war or anything else. But um, it wouldn't just be forgotten about. That's just, at the very least. Have, the, have we expelled any? Russian agents or anything over us? Uh, I, I think there were, weren't there? I mean, it's I not, 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 not just time, us, but the various other countries as well. Right. Um, I, think, I think at this point the US did as well. Um, but, um, <laughs> yeah, that spelled 20 Russian spies who just, just came out from underneath Trump's bed. <laughs> <laughs> Still typing. Yeah. Not on the internet. <laughs> Wet with urine. Yeah. So there we are. No real conclusion. Not real conclusion. That's, that's not a real conclusion. It's a state of play now. Is um, Russia trying uh, using loads of different methods to disturb the West? I guess. Yeah. It's, I've, I've, but not with any clear plan other than just to meddle for the, I suppose, to cause confusion, disruption, divide and conquer, or something. I know what you mean. It's not. It doesn't give the impression of Putin being this sort of all-powerful. Although it's, I mean, he's incredibly powerful, Putin. Some people think he might be the richest man in the world. Right. Is that something he said? No. Because no, he's not Trump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Putin would Trump. But, yeah, and I do take your point. It's a completely bungled operation. Yeah. Yeah. And doesn't lead to anything other than, uh, well, it's it's a failure. It doesn't doesn't make. I, I don't think he was trying to show other enemies of his that they were uh, in danger from him. That he succeeded there particularly. They're really a little bit worried, but no, no one's that afraid of a failure of an assassin or two assassins who can't even tell a good story. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. And they're too well known to be able to come back in now. You know, they come, oh, we've come to visit another cathedral. <laughs> <laughs> you guys love your spires. <laughs> we love spires. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, uh, how long can you go on like that, uh, like on the on the world stage of just like doing things and then just saying you haven't done them? Yeah. Yeah. New, I guess we're, we're getting into the whole, the whole fake news thing, aren't we? We had fake news, but also, yeah, it's all fake news in the, the age of the conspiracies. But at the same time, I'm not sure whether it is. I'm, I think the majority of people see through conspiracies. They just got a place to talk and be loud nowadays. And, you know, you collect. There's a lot, though. There is a lot of people who think the world is flat. There's a lot of people who don't trust NASA. And as we pointed out, it doesn't need to be a lot. Like with measles, it doesn't need to be a lot for uh, um, a new disease to spread or for, or for damage to be done through conspiracy theory. Yeah. I can't think that flat earth conspiracy theory does any potential damage. There might be people who, I know, won't get on a plane because of it or something. I mean, I've, I've only ever met one person who claimed to believe the earth was flat. And oh, he, really? He believed so I much of the shoes. There are several people who insist upon it. But not, it's the thing. I think when you meet a few people with it, they, they stick with you. And, you know, the, the old person who, I've, I've met quite a few mm. people who've, um, who solidly believe in homeopathy. I've met um, and uh, quite a large number of people, because my, my days doing the magic stuff, with people who believe in uh, different kind of psychic powers, fortune telling, right. uh, mental abilities that are impossible, metal bending, of course, Yuri yeah, Geller yeah. kind of stuff. So I've met loads of these types of people. When, when you think, though, of all the people you meet and how many they are amongst those, you know, yeah. Over a year, how many fucking thousands of people do you come across who, who haven't expressed that and aren't like it? You know, it's, you can't see what's in everyone's mind, but um, these subjects do come up, and you'd you'd hear it more often if it was at all, if it was a worry. 
I think it's it's quite a worry, isn't it? To believe the world's flat. Oh, it's a worrying state of mind, but it's not. What I mean, is we'd expect there's got to be a number of people with that level of suspicion. But whenever I speak to the people who are like that, I just realise they have a minds, uh, their mindset, and that there's no way of really changing it. They're, they're, what it is is they're not driven by that belief; they're driven by their suspicion of the authority. Right. So it's like but NASA they can't, they can't are think of a lying. Way of testing it. Well, they tried, don't they? There was that guy who sent a rocket up uh, recently to prove the world is flat. What was he trying to see that a normal rocket hasn't I mean, seen? It would have to be it would have to be a much bigger disc than the one that we've been shown because it'd have to have Australia on it at the same time, right? What do you mean? Well, if, if, unless he's claiming Australia doesn't. Oh, exist. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be a huge disc, yeah, yeah. But and so with a wa- be... with a wall around the outside of of ice. There's a wall. Yeah, there's a wall. It's a huge it's wall. Game of Thrones. Yeah, I know. That's where it, it's a big ice wall as well, which is very Game of Thrones. Um, I don't know whether that. Belief has been around for longer than Game of Thrones, actually. You know the oh. Carl Sagan book, um, Demon Haunted World? Where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. And he shows throughout the book where a lot of the beliefs that form, they, they are so linked to, you know, the Matrix uh, caused lots of people to start believing that there's a reality that's not, uh, right. that, you know, that we're seeing that's not, not there. Um, you, can, you can trace aliens back uh, through different types of fiction. You know, the greys that start appearing at one point when that became popular in sci-fi. Yeah, I remember. <coughs> I'm back in my uh, in my UFO days, um, but there, there was a thing that you know that the, they sort of looked like UFOs are of their time, right? Yes. So people who believed they'd seen people, you know, in the second century AD oh, saw particular similar, kind of UFOs. But similar events of things landing and so on, or, or uh, abductions, have been reported for like going far back, you know, going back thousands of years. Um, and, and always through different fashions in different parts of the world, whatever creature became fashionable. Um, I've forgotten. There was one I saw once in China, a creature that people believe was abducting, abducting people. Um, when you, and you might say, oh, but this is evidence that aliens have been coming for, for a long period of time. But it's odd for the aliens just to completely change their periods in, or their, their appearance, rather, in, in different um, phases, you know. We're going to look fat and pink for a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, yeah. They've got fashions, like anyone else. Well, yeah. You have their shapeshifters, maybe. But see, we're already doing this now. Obviously, they're shapeshifters. Yeah. <laughs> well, this isn't how it's better. This is to go, I, I, uh, I believe that aliens are among us now. I hadn't, hadn't really thought about them. Right. The most logical thing is it turns out that all the ones who believe, all the people who believe this are the aliens, just trying to convince us all, <laughs> testing our reaction. Well, they, they, Bill Hicks, he said that joke, didn't he, about the crop circles in England? Yeah. Which is a really silly thing to... What's the joke? Um, I remember. It was just... Um, in England, they got these crop circles, which, which two guys have since since claimed they made, but I believe they're aliens too. <laughs> <laughs> I had the idea once I was staying at B&B in uh, Glastonbury, and um, and this B&B, they were, they were chatting with a couple, they were a lovely couple, and they were, they were telling me how all the B&Bs there really make money from... Uh, things like the crop circles. You know, they'll, they'll bring right. in, every time there's a new crop circle, it'll bring in a new crop circle crowd. There are other events throughout the year, you know, witches and so on, uh, but the crop circles are bringing in a crowd. And then for a while, things went quiet, and someone put a crop circle up, and they did a massive dick. <laughs> and it <laughs> still brought in a crowd going, yeah, but why would people do a thing like that? <laughs> it must be like aliens doing a fucking dick graffiti. Amazing. The dick has got to be the most graffitied symbol in the world, isn't it? I think if aliens were, were looking at our world, looking down, they go, uh, the dick must be. There's, there's not much vaginal graffiti, but they, they wouldn't realise yeah. it because it's hard to draw <laughs> accurately. You know, Anyone can draw a dick. You just need three balloons and you've got a dick. Pretty much, yeah. Just a line. <laughs> <laughs> just a line, you just need a line. I'd love it if aliens came to visit just went, what should we do? How should we communicate with them? Let's let's make a big dick in the field. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what they do with any unspoiled paper or wall. We don't know where the dick is, but it looks like it's famous. It's everywhere. <laughs> the leader. <laughs> so anyway, we've resolved nothing, but then we were never going to. Yeah, this, yeah, this was always going to be one up in the air and uh, yeah. just an odd... Spice stories. Spice stories are kind of interesting, but I think it's made 
spy movies look even more unrealistic than we knew they were anyway. Things just aren't that efficient. Oh, they're so good at stuff, aren't they? Well, spies, TV yeah. spies. Oh, Mission, Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible or... and James Bond and everything else, yeah, yeah. And the truth is when you just send a couple of well-trained guys over just to do one, just poison one guy, that's all you had to do. And they poison four people, <laughs> and then one of those, five people, sorry. Yeah. And, and then one of those who dies is completely unrelated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well done. All right, but it could turn out we completely wrong. There's always that possibility there might really have been two fitness instructors who came over because they love spires yeah. and, and they and they sort of love stones, but not enough to go there if it's slushy. Yeah, and they come from. <laughs> I love the idea they've got away from Russia. And they're like, hey, it's slushy. <laughs> we we don't have these conditions in Russia. We came to see the famous uh, <laughs> Cathedral of the Blessed Virgin Mary, but uh, <coughs> the beast from the east. Spotless. <laughs> anyway, what do you think? Let us know. Tell us tell us who you think did it. And you were just looking at me when you said that. I, like, I think we've just... <laughs> I think we've been on for long enough. This is disgusting for ages. Right Tell in. us who you think did it. And who we, and we won't care what you think. We will care. <laughs> no. You get to vote. This is the other shit. If you say that the spies did it, they did it. <laughs> or if you say the sports instructors did it. If you say the sports instructors, people, they were sports people instructors. People having strong opinions with no more information than anyone else. That's the other thing. Well, that's very popular now, isn't it? Yeah. Vote. <laughs> oh, yeah, I get a voice. i tell you, I think did it. No, not... don't tell me who you think did well, it. That's very nice. I've asked, I've asked listeners to, uh, to vote and you instantly undermine them. Sorry. You idiot. Vote, you idiots. We genuinely would uh, love to hear from you about anything that you think about these things, but not, I reckon I know who did it. <laughs> it might actually be someone who knows. Yeah, obviously, if you some know, people don't do want to go to the that. police. You know, they're more likely to go to a podcast. Like... I just would say share it with the authorities, <laughs> not through us. I mean, if, if you tell us. Are we going to pass it on to the authorities? <laughs> One of our listeners reckons they know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. This has been the Citizens of Nowhere. I love the way you change your voice at the end. You become all like really official, more radio. Yeah, it's really it's hard to end there. these. Uh... It's been Citizens of Nowhere. Thank you very much for listening to Nick Doody and Carrie Marks. It's been Nick Doody and Carrie Marks. Just, uh... That's your bedroom voice, isn't it? Was that your doctor's bedside manner <laughs> voice? And, and it's, a do- it's a doctor, but it's, it's a, do- it's a doctor who gets into cancer. bed with you. <laughs> and, and the doctor no, is just here to warm you up a bit. <laughs> and you should be here feeling a little bit of uh, light drowsiness around now. <laughs> uh, we hope you've enjoyed it. If uh, We just want to make it clear, if anyone dies strangely in Cardiff over the next few days, we were just here... Uh, admiring the comedy clubs. Yes. The comedy club, which has over 400 seats. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. Bye.